Welcome to another edition of the Nightly Nuge. And I am in the back room at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth, Texas, getting ready for the Ted Nugent concert tonight. And I keep looking at the door because Ted said he was going to stick his head in if he had a chance. So hopefully he'll stick his head in and interrupt us. But if you're anywhere near Billy Bob's, Ted's going to take the stage here in two hours. So anywhere near Billy Bob, show up. You're going to love it. This is part of the Adios Mofo Tour. I've said it every night this week. If you haven't seen him yet, go to tednugent.com. The tour's winding down. tednugent.com. Pick one of these last shows. He's getting ready to head back up to Michigan and some other places up north. Detroit, one of them. And you just, you can't afford to miss one of these last concerts. We've talked about it on the Nightly Nude several times, supplemental deer feeding. And you've got some people on one side of the equation that are against it, others that are for it. Um, we've got the Kansas uh, Department of Wildlife and Parks that are going to try to ban it, which is just, it's tragic. And the reason it's tragic is Kansas has gone from a state that had absolutely no white-tailed deer. In fact, it was the only state in the Continental 48 that had no white-tailed deer to now being one of the top three hunting destinations for white-tailed deer. And the reason for that is during the entire 80 years, Kansas has allowed supplemental feeding of deer. And supplemental feeding of deer does a number of things. It improves the overall nutritional health of the deer herd, but it helps us recruit new young hunters. And I think you're gonna enjoy this video that we're gonna show you tonight. Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach, who has raised all five of his daughters with the hunting lifestyle. This is a very heartwarming video that I think you're going to love. And I sure hope the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks checks it out as well. Hey, everyone. Uh, Chris Kobach here with my daughter, Josie, also known as Jojo. And uh, we are out here on our farm uh, in a f near a field, well, on the edge of a field, where uh, Jojo and I, uh, where she shot her first deer. It's in soybeans right now, but at the time it was cut soybeans and there wasn't much left because it was well into the winter. Um, but anyway, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, youth hunting and recruiting youth into hunting. So, Jojo, how old are you? I was seven. You were seven. How old are you now? Eight. Right. So she was seven when she hunted, uh, when, when she successfully shot her first deer. And we have a little family tradition where each girl gets to go hunting with me for deer uh, the first time when they're seven. And every, Jojo's the youngest of five girls, and every girl achieved that, uh, that objective, right? Yeah. And uh, Joe, tell me, let's talk a little bit about hunting. Do you like hunting? Yes. Why do you like deer hunting? I like watching the deer, but I also like when you get scared when you're about to shoot them. Yes, that, that nervousness you get. Yes, that's what we call buck fever. And I, I get it too. It's kind of an exciting feeling, right? Yeah. So um, how many days did we hunt? Seven or six. Okay. And um, did we, uh, did, did you, why did you keep on coming back? Because every day, about every day, we saw at least one, except one day. Except one day. Yeah, and that one day that we didn't see one, we moved over here because we thought there'd be more deer in this field, right? Yeah. Now this, uh, now did we, uh, do you remember the other days? Mm, kind of. You remember the day uh, where the deer smelled us or they saw us? Yeah, they smelled us, saw us. Oh, they just got scared. Yeah, but they, how close were they? 
Uh, sometimes they were close, sometimes they were far. Right, but were you, you'd only shoot which ones? Uh, the more close ones? Yeah. Like, in the middle. Yeah, and then one day, remember, we saw some young, young deer that we didn't want to shoot? Yeah, yeah. not the ones. Yeah. So, um, Jojo, was it fun the days that we didn't get a deer? Yeah, because we saw one at least one day. Yeah, and we saw them up pretty close, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I just want to reflect on this a little bit. The, the key, in my mind, having trained and encouraged and recruited uh, five young ladies into hunting, and they're all still really uh, interested in hunting, they still go hunting with me. Which sister do you think likes hunting the most? I'd say Reagan. Reagan. Okay, Reagan's uh, daughter number two, and she's hunting everything these days and likes to hunt on her own, too. Um, and so uh, I'd say the key is making it exciting. You have to make it fun. You have to make it exciting. And the way you make it exciting is having close encounters with deer. How many How many deer do you think we saw up close? All together. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty much every day. Yeah, we saw at least, what, two every day that were up close? Yeah. And then we saw others that were far away. Yeah. Lots of them but, far away. Yeah, and today so, I shoot one. Yeah. So seeing deer far away is not that hard to do in Kansas, but seeing deer up close is a different story. And seeing deer up close is what makes it exciting for young people and it makes it successful because you're not going to have a seven-year-old take a 200-yard shot. You're probably not even going to have a 12-year-old take a 200-yard shot. But a 50-yard shot, that's an entirely different matter. And so when Josie got her deer, we had a, a pile of corn that we put out in front of a double blind on the edge of this field about 50 yards out. And it worked, didn't it? Yeah. It was fun, wasn't it? Very fun. Very fun. Um, and that's the key to, in my, in my opinion, I think in the experience of most hunters who have successfully recruited other people to hunt, that is the key to successfully getting kids interested in hunting. That you have to make it fun and making it fun mean, means having a close encounter and hopefully having success too. If you see deer and you're up close with deer, then it's fun. Remember when uh, we were trying to be so still and it was really hard to say still because the deer just kept staring at us. Yeah. Yeah. It'd eat and then it'd look up at us. Yeah. Eat, then look up. Eat, then look up. And so it's it's tough, isn't it? But it's exciting. Um, so the uh, the key is you got to make it exciting. You got to have them up close. And if you if we hadn't had a pile of corn at 50 yards, highly unlikely, well, almost a certainty that we would not have been close enough. I mean, it's a big field. Most fields in Kansas are a big field. We know deer come out on this field, but the chances of getting one within range of Josie uh, when she's trying to learn to hunt are, were, were pretty, pretty slim unless we use the corn. So I mention all of this because recently uh, Kansas Wildlife and Parks Commission in June 2023 had a meeting where they're considering prohibiting us Kansans from ever feeding deer, meaning no more corn piles, no more um, feeders, no nothing. And they have some reasons, which I don't think are very strong ones. They have a theory that, that deer um, pass chronic wasting disease to one another um, when they are feeding. But the, the problem with their theory is Kansas has lower chronic wasting disease than other states in the Midwest. And we've always fed deer. And deer feeding has been part of the, the key to having such an amazing deer population in Kansas. But um, at the end of the meeting, the part that really surprised me is one of the commissioners asked the other commissioner, he said, well, what's the argument on the other side? Why do people feed deer? And there was a moment of silence. And then one of them just chimes in, oh, it's just about the money. It's just outfitters doing it for the money. And that told me 
that the Wildlife and Parks Commissioners have never actually taught a young person to hunt. You could not answer that question if you had ever taught a young person to hunt without saying, oh, actually, it's really important to getting game in close for that for that experience that, that gets hunters thrilled about the sport. And that's kind of sad. And I, it almost I don't know, but it seemed to me like maybe the majority of the commissioners weren't even hunters. Um, and so that that lack of knowledge on their part uh, inspired me to you know, share this video because they have to understand that getting people engaged in hunting means hunting has to be fun. And for it to be fun, you got to have close encounters with deer. You agree with that, Joe? And we're competing with a lot of other things. We're competing against social media. We're competing against, you know, video games. We're competing all against all these other things that are exciting uh, for kids. And we've got to make deer hunting exciting too. And you might be thinking, oh, why do we care? Well, there's a reason all of us should care if you're a hunter. The percentage of the population that hunts has been plummeting. Uh, it peaked in 1960 at 7.7% .7 of the population. Now we're under 4% of the population that hunts. And it's going to get worse, not better. The reason it's going to get worse is the baby boomers are retiring. Baby boomers represent a third of all people who buy deer licenses. And they are passing that 70, 75 age range where people just you know retire from hunting. It's too physically difficult. And so the we're losing hunters much faster than we're bringing them in. How do I know this? Well, the stats show you can tell the age of people who buy licenses, but you can also see it in the average age. The average age of hunters continues to climb. Now, if we were replacing baby boomers who age out with young people like Joe, then you would see the average age being constant or maybe even decreasing. But in fact, the average age is increasing, which shows that we're not replacing people as they retire from hunting. So our, our total numbers continue to go down as well as percentage of the population. Hunting is a dying sport. And it was just so troubling to me to see that um, members of the commission just didn't know that uh, being able to feed deer is not only important for the health of the deer herd, it's important for the health of hunting and for recruiting young people into hunting. So I just wanted to share that, show you the field where Jojo got her first deer. It was actually back there a ways. Um, and just explain why deer feeding is so important to preserving the sport that we know and love. Thanks. And don't forget, Ted will be back here again next week for some more live action right here on The Nightly Nuge. Welcome to The Nightly Nuge.